blessings and light, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I love you. Welcome to Devoted to Faith. Welcome we are to so DTF. happy to be here today. Amen. I am Kathy Piata. I am the youth minister at church night, and I'm on the mic. You are, Kathy. And it's hot. Amen. It's a hot mic. And my name is the Reverend Dr. Stevedore Maybelline Bidet Esquire, pastor of Church Night. Also on the mic. Also on. Okay. You know who's not on the mic? But here anyway? Randy. Randy. We Randy. asked him to become. That's why he's here. He's here. Randy doesn't have a tongue, but he's got spunk. And he's got a lighter. He does. And he's going to do his job that he does every time, which is to light a spiritual candle right here in the pod spice. Randy? Oh, that's nice. Nailed it. Nailed it. You fucking Nailed killed it, Randy. That, that was a good a one. That is a beautiful flame. That was better than usual. That is a flame for nice the Lord. Flame. Lord flame. It's a Lord flame. The uh-huh. Lord would appreciate a flame like that. I would. Because mm. it's a hot night here in Washington, D.C. And a hot night calls for a hotter hot flame. flame. <laughs> okay. Amen. Amen. Folks, we have a fantastic program for you tonight. It's a good one. And it, we have a special guest, mm. an animal wrangler, who's going to be joining us by phone. An expert. An expert. Animal expert. We are so excited. First time having someone like that that has such an important job on our program. That's right. Most people we talk to have aspired to things but failed at them. And that's how most people are in real life. And so we don't okay. want we don't want him to make you feel bad I about know, yourself. I know that's right. Just because he's a self-described expert doesn't mean that you are not an expert. Because maybe you are. Maybe you are. Maybe you just don't know what you're an expert at yet. You, you know what you are an expert at? Your own heart and your own mind. Oh, but Kathy, I'm all. Everybody's an expert in at least that one thing. That was good. Thank you, you. You pulled that right out of your ass, and I liked it. I did. That That's nice. what youth ministers have to do. Do you think I know what I'm doing when <laughs> I go into the church on Sunday morning I and don't think plan so. Sunday school? No, there's no planning involved. You just show up, hungover, still drunk from the night before, whatever. That's right. And, and you go, you go in that back room, and you, you. You huff out of a can of compressed CO2, and you hope that you pull the words out of your ass and the Lord puts them in your mouth. And you're speaking from experience, Amen. too, aren't you? Sure I am. Do you ever plan your sermons? Not once, not now, not never. I'm surprised we even planned having a special guest on this podcast. I think it's because, well, we got in a car accident, remember? He hit the car, and we got to talking. Yeah, and he, we were like, you got to do our podcast. And he, and he was into it. Yeah, and we even confer- we conf- we did a follow-up confirmation. We did a follow-up confirmation. We followed up. And he agreed to leave insurance out of it. That was great. That was great. We, you, <laughs> that was you're in real, for a treat. That's all I'm saying. You're in for a treat, and we're in for little that to no insurance involvement. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. The vulva's fine. Vulva's okay. It's fine. Made of metal. It's me that th- you try to you try to break that you thing. Try I to, dare you. It's not mo- you know most cars today they're not made of metal anymore. No, one I time I got T-boned by a smart car. That's a smart car. It disappeared. That's, that's right. It's gone. It turned into like an ornamental plate. It was like a ma- David Blaine kind of magic trick it, kind David, of a thing. A smart car David Blaine itself right into your vulva. Eh? Man to Amen. that. That thing is a 
It's a tank. It's a tank. It's I a highly brick recommend. Shit house. Yes, I highly recommend getting yourself a vulva. Get inside a vulva today. You probably could. And if someone from Vulva's listening, we're looking for sponsors That's for this podcast. Could you imagine if they sponsored us? Every time the word vulva comes off my lips and rolls out of my mouth, man, it's a joy. Five dollars. Five dollars. Every time. Imagine if they paid us five dollars every time vulva, we said vulva. 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 That's, vulva, that's like vulva. That's vulva. like fifteen dollars. I just took both of us to the movies and bought us fucking popcorn. Amen. Amen. You know how we got to them movies? In, In a vulva. <laughs> oh, that's another five dollars. Amen. Well, Folks, we have some announcements we wanted to share with you. Mm. Some things that uh, we, we thought that our congregation members might find interesting since we're not hosting services again till September. No, the first thing is we're doing summertime fun activities. We are. Funtivities. Funtivities. It's our funtivity set. Funtivities. <laughs> oh, I love yes. saying it. It's fun. Funtivities. And, uh, so we're doing something this Saturday night. Mm-hmm. We're going to have an old-timey, summertimey, fun-time night. Mm. And Reverend Bidet and I have planned two excellent activities that we absolutely love to do that don't involve a cell phone. We're, there are no screen. No cell phones. No cell phones no allowed. No LEDs, no LCDs, no LOEs. Every, yeah, we're trying to get out of our technological rut. Get out of our bubble. And get out into nature and do something the way the Lord intended it. Right, no cell phones. The Lord didn't want those on the planet at all. Until he did. And the Lord does love cell phones, but... He lives not, in a galaxy made of Wi-Fi. So he, he does love cell phones, but sometimes... He wants us to do old-timey stuff. Right. And so this Saturday night, we're going we're gonna to round up church members in my Volvo. If Pile you don't have in. a car of your own, or you can take a bus or whatever. And we're going to do two things. Co-tipping and skinny dipping. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't that so everybody and I thought of that? Because, okay, so if you don't know what co-tipping is, shame on you. <laughs> were you born in a barn? Right. Well... I guess if you were, you'd know what co-tipping was. It is so fun. It is a joy. It is, it is so fun. What you do is real late at night, you go out into a a field where there are cows. Is it called a field? I think it's called a cow. F- a, a cow field. A pasture. A pasture. That's it. You go out into not the pasture. Not a pasture. That's me. I'm a pasture. Not a pasture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's close. Close it, word. It's hard. It is a pasture. You're the pasture of the church. I'm the pasture of the church. You're, and then the cows... Okay, well, go on, okay. go on. <laughs> so what you do, they, so cows sleep at night too. But the interesting thing, and I didn't know this, cows don't sleep on mattresses Mm-mm. like humans do, which we also just learned that humans should sleep on a mattress because we were sleeping on the floor in the past. You can put sheets on a mattress too. Yeah, you Cows can, don't know that either. They don't. So you know what? They, they're so dumb that they don't even sleep laying down. Nope. They sleep standing up. Bunch of fucking dumbasses. So they're fast asleep standing up, if you Stupid. can believe that. So what we do, they're fast asleep. You can tiptoe up to them and just push them over. <laughs> yes, push them right. <laughs> just push them over. They just oh, go they're down. so scared. Oh, they're 2,000 2, pounds just it falls It just goes down hard. every steak you've ever eaten. It's you just so see it fall scared. to the ground. It's Yes, and it falls down, and it can't it was get up. <laughs> it can't, it can't move. move. It's so scary. 
scared it can't get back up. It can't do and it. And you can go through the field and you can get almost every single call. All of them, because they're not like warning each other. And they, you, and I say we're doing them a favor, saying lay down if you're gonna sleep. Lay down. Lay down. True. You know. So that's call tipping. Yeah. And we're gonna do there. That all there at Farmer Joe's farm, and he doesn't know it. So don't tell him, because it's going to be a real funny don't surprise when he wakes up to go to church and Cindy, right. and he finds all the calls. I know, on their sides. On their sides. And right. he's going to have to get that tractor right. thing, and he's going to have to set them all, set back, them all back up, up. and it's going to take him all day. Oh, of course. <laughs> he's inevitably going to have to put some of them down. Well, definitely. But... More meat for us. More meat for How us. How do you think we can offer those nice quarter uh, quarter calls? It's half a win, calls. It's a win-win. It is. A, I need some more meat. Kathy's freezer is getting a little light. That's right. And I'm getting my, my spare tires cutting down. I shed some, some, I shed some weight for the summertime. I need some meat in there to yes. get it back up. I'm off balance. <laughs> <laughs> I notice you've been losing weight. And I've been walking funny. <laughs> we need to get more call meat in us. And then after we do the call tipping, oh shit! Farmer Joe has this little pond. It's like the size of a backyard swimming pool, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go skinny dipping. We're all just families, all of us just stripped on to our birthday suits and mm. just jump in that pond and swim around naked together as a church. We're gonna get naked as a church. And you know what I love about Farmer Joe's pond? He doesn't. There's no government regulation back in that pond. No. It's not like one of you these don't know pools there. you have to go to where they gotta have X parts per million of chlorine oh, or whatever, yeah. like who and you gotta have a lifeguard watching you. You know, it's like the Lord wanted you. You get in the pond, you're taking a risk. And it's gonna be pitch black on black Saturday night. night. You could be struggling in that water. No one would know. No one. No would one know. would know. And some people might just think you're having a good time party, splashing around. So you Drowning better sounds an awful lot like fun. You better know how to swim. You better. <laughs> if not, you can stand on the sidelines right. and watch. But if you don't know how to swim, we're not some big fed telling you what to do. So no, you we're dive not. In. You get you dive in. in. Yeah, we're not telling you no diving in this. Right. There's no sign that says no diving. Right. Once you're in, you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, though, and get out You got to do. And I don't know what's going on with the floor of that pond. What no. it's, is it made of silt? It's not a liquid it, or a solid. It, so you might sink in a little bit. But that's the fun of it. That's what skinny dipping is about. So we're going to push over some calls. We're going to all get naked and get into a tiny pond together in the pitch dark with all clothes on and see what happens. Amen. There's nothing I love more than being wet, full of cow meat, and just not knowing what happens next. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So join us for that Saturday night. If you need directions, just give me a phone call. Right. And Kathy, will, she'll print out a map quest. I'll print out a map. I'll, you better do it tomorrow because i got to have time to mail to you the map Print quest. all the map quests. Yeah. Print it and then mail it and to you your And you got to mail it. And we, Lord knows we don't spring for the fast stuff. No. Or we'll have we'll make Randy walk it over to you. I, I just can't wait to get wet. Now, I have an announcement as well. And it's about something that I care a whole lot about. Uh, and I spent a little time this weekend researching it a little more. Kathy came with me. We went to the zoo. 
We went to the zoo out in Winchester, Virginia, and it was so much fun. It was a blast. It was a blast. And there are some things at a zoo that you talk about that you share with your friends, and there's some things that you don't. That you keep to yourself forever. Forever. So I'm not going to talk about all parts of what happened at the zoo. Because it's none of your business. Because it's none of your goddamn business. But I do want to share something that I learned that I think everyone should know. Okay? And that is that... Everyone's a mammal, okay? All of us are mammals. And all mammals, all mammals that are that have warm blood running through their bodies are capable of putting out energy into the universe, okay? And animals can put out positive energy and negative energy. You might be sitting in a room with your cat, okay? And I do this a lot. You might be sitting in a room with your cat, and that cat is just pumping negative energy out but it can't talk it can't talk so you don't know it could just be laying down but it's down there like an asshole pumping out negative energy and you don't know why you're so sad you don't know why you're getting sadder and sadder and sadder even though you're playing uh farmville you know but you and and it's it's because the cats just put negative energy out maybe you're around a horse and you're just the happiest you've ever been in your life it's because that horse is putting out positive energy. Okay. Making you feel I, good. About I could go on. We could name. I could sit here and list mammals for. An- animals ten. in a mood. I could animals in a mood for like. I could probably do it for five minutes straight without taking a break. But did you know? And this is what we learned this weekend: that there is one mammal that is incapable of putting out negative energy, and that is the snake. Did you say that a snake is a mammal? A snake is a mammal. Wow. And mammals cannot put out negative energy. Is that why? Now, hear me out on this, Reverend Bede. Go on, Kat. You're telling me that a snake cannot put out negative energy. A snake cannot put out negative energy. Snakes can only put out positivity. And it's... I mean, it's really unbelievable. Almost every animal is capable of putting out some level of negativity, but snakes simply cannot. Now, I have a question. Okay. Is that why snakes are so highly revered in India? Because of the chakras? Yes. That is exactly right. Whoa. I know. It is. It's enough to give one a head spin, okay? Yes. And I, it's just, there it's a lot to take in. There is something in the Bible about a snake, and I don't remember is what there? it is. I can't. But it must be about the chakras. The chakras. And it's about the it. positive energy. Right. Now, another thing about snakes, and this is more... This is less ethereal and more material. It's more practical. That if you're around a venomous snake, like if you're in your backyard in Washington, right. D.C., and you see a black mamba. Been known to happen. Or a cobra. Been known to happen. Or a, or a ball pit ball python. Yep. A ball pit python. Could happen. Okay. If you see that, you got to walk away from them slowly. Because if you walk away from them fast, snakes are smart. And they know that you're going to go get a shovel and fucking come back and chop their heads off with it. 
They know that. They know that. They talk about it all the time. They meet it like, I don't know what a snake Starbucks would be, maybe like a stream or a pond or whatever. And they talk about that shit and they know it. So that's why if you see a black mamba in Georgetown or whatever, you just back away slowly because then the snake sees you walking away slowly and then she's going she's going to watch she's Netflix. She's going to her own Starbucks. She's going to Starbucks. Maybe she's going to go get a fancy pour over coffee. Right? You know what she's not doing? Running away. She's not running away. Because you know what people do when they run away? What's that? Get shovels. That's right. They get shovels and they Have come back. Have you ever ran away from something because you were scared of Mm-mm. it and not gotten a shovel? Nope. Snakes are smart. I go get a shovel. Uh, certainly, sometimes it's more offensive and sometimes it's more defensive. But if I'm running away, I'm finding a shovel. Amen, Reverend Bidet. Anyway, that's all. That's, that's all. I just won't bring that we up. We have a fun, fun, fun animal-centric show tonight. I know. Don't it just we? happened. It just happened. That it came together. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that. Folks, we hope you take those comments he had to heart and get yourself a snake because it only gives out positive energy. Get a snake for the energy. But if not a poisonous one. Well, those give out positive energy too, so I'm not going to tell people You not just have to, to move a, slow. You just can't run away from don't, it. If you, get a posi- if you get a positive venomous snake. Don't run from it. Because it knows what you're doing. Right. And it's going to try and stop you. <laughs> well. It is going to try and stop you. And it can, too. Because they might be positive, but they're also cunning and smart. They are killers. Well, we are going to move on to Kathy's Concoction Corner slash Bitchin' Kitchen. Okay. Too many good titles for this segment. I I'm don't, so hungry. Does it matter if Rose by any other name would taste as good, you know? <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Well, I have a very... We're going back to shortcut cooking. Short- my, yeah, my favorite cookbook. Because I don't like cooking Who that does? much. I don't like it to take a long time. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So... I want to share a recipe in it with you folks that I think you are going to love doing. No, I'm going to t- I'm going to tell you what it is and how to make it and then I'm going to tell you other ways you can make it. It's called cheese e fish sticks. Now that's cheese dash y. Cheese e. I, I didn't know that's how you spelled that until just now. Cheese y fish sticks. Cheese y fish sticks. Yes. So there's no ingredients list. If you can believe it, I'm just gonna read you the directions. Okay. Place frozen breaded fish sticks on a baking sheet. A baking sheet. Sprinkle with shredded parmesan. Bake fish sticks according to the directions. That's some slick shit Does when that your not cookbook sound, references someone else's instructions. Doesn't that, that sound amazing? That sounds amazing. And what you know what my favorite part was? How simple it was. Simple. Right. Easy to do. Delicious. You could you could feed that to children. Children. Adults. Elderly. Soldiers. You you don't even have to have teeth. You could eat that. With gums only. It. That's it. That's it. And it doesn't even tell you how many 
you need to have to make this. It's not putting any limits make, on you. This puts no limits no on limits you. On you could you. do two. You could do 200. I told you I was going to tell you different ways you could cook it. Why do you need to turn on it summertime? Why do you need to turn on the oven? That's my question. That's it. You shouldn't have to turn on the oven. Well, it does say bake according to package directions. I'm assuming that the package directions just say, put some cheese on these frozen fish sticks and put them in your fucking mouth. Right. So you could you could eat it like a popsicle. You could. Fishsicle. You could. I was going to say microwave it. Just nuke it. Oh, I... I thought we were. I thought we were just going. We going to skip cooking it. Well, okay, you could that's do that. Fine. You could soak it in a glass of water, let it dethaw, then put the cheese on it, and then eat it at room temp. Kind of soggy, like. Yes. It turns, and then it's like a fish biscotti. Yes. Or I was thinking you could cook it over the campfire. Oh, put a rod if, through it. Put a rod through it. Put a rod it, through sprinkle it. Sprinkle the cheese on it. Cook that frozen fish stick right over the campfire. We always do hot dogs, s'mores. Why not do fish sticks? Fish next sti- hot dog style fish sticks? Yes. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> so, folks, you do with that what you want. Get yourself some frozen fish and some cheese. Mm. You know, earlier, I, I just won't double back. Remember when I said my favorite part was the simplicity? Yeah. I'm going to change that. It's the cheese. Yeah. Just wanted to say that. I wanted, oh. I didn't want people to think I was lying. Right, because we all know what drives Reverend Bedeta like any recipe. It's cheese. Is there, or mayonnaise. It's cheese. No, you could, sli- you could replace the cheese with the mayonnaise or just add mayonnaise. You could put mayonnaise as a layer in between. You know, that's how they do Mexican street corn. They take corn, and they cover it in mayonnaise, and they put cheese on it. And I don't see any reason you couldn't do that with this. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Felote. Fishlote. Fishlote. That sounds, you know, it sounds like something you'd We need to start a food truck. A fishlote stand. Yes. Also, fishlote sounds like something you'd meet. Like you'd you'd meet someone. I think I knew like a lady in another named language. Fishlote. Like a greeting, like fishlote. Fish Lotte. Wasn't that the Olympic fish swimmer, lotte. Fish Lotte? Was that the, the one that won all them awards? And then, like, robbed a bank in Brazil. Yep, that was Fish Lotte. And I knew a lady named Fish Lotte. And I think Starbucks' newest drink is called a Fish Lotte. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I didn't see the Starbucks. <laughs> it's a fish-flavored latte called a, a fish, lotte. fish Lotte. Oh, that's cultural appropriation. no. Now, I won't skip to uh, to this bidet in history, Reverend Bidet's this bidet in history, um, because we often remember the past, but we don't remember it as well as we remember today, and we don't remember it certainly as well as we remember tomorrow, because that's something that you can't remember. Can do. No one can remember it. No one can do that. So we remember what the Lord has made before us with the knowledge that we cannot remember what the Lord has made ahead of us. So I'd like to, amen, indeed. Uh, I won't point today on this day in history, June 15th. That's when it is right now. I don't know when you're listening to this. If it's another day, then just fucking deal with it. On this June 15th, 1215. 
I don't often like years that sound like times. Right. It gets too confusing. It's off-putting. And I feel like they could have done better. And that could be a date, too. It so could this be a date. is especially it could, problematic. It's especially problematic, this date is. I was hesitant to choose it. But it was so momentous, I couldn't leave it off. Well, let's and hear it. it was the day that the Magna Carta was sealed. Now, the Magna Carta, fascinating. It's an inscription on a stone. And on that stone, in every different language of the world, back then there were only like six or whatever, every language they had the same phrase written. And that phrase was... I don't, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't do it, I can't remember it. But it was the same phrase. It was something like, hey, if you read the stone, you're going to know how to say it in a bunch of different languages. Um, okay. And it like, and then it broke apart. Y- you're talking about the Rosetta Stone. What are you, what are you talking about? I know I'm saying, talking, you're talking on this, about d- on this, it's the Magna Carta on yeah, this day. What you're describing there, honey, it's the Rosetta Stone. Well, it was found in Egypt. That's where they found it and had hieroglyphics it's on Rosetta it. Rosetta Stone. Fuck. I, what the fuck is the Magna Carta? I just read the headline. I don't know. I don't know either. You're confusing it with the Rosetta Stone. Ah, shit. I'm always confusing stuff with the Rosetta Stone. You know, you're at the airports and you always see those stands. Rosetta Stone, Rosetta Stone. It's drilled and, you know, into your brain. It's drilled in. It's coming at you from every direction. Every right. angle you got, Rosetta Stone this, Rosetta Stone that. They're on the fucking computers. They're giving you the CDs and the DVDs. Well, maybe the Magna Carta had something to do with... I don't think... I, I, maybe if I Rosetta know, you, Stone you, is I'm a just, modern just, software... I don't... Magna Carta, maybe it's like the Encyclopedia Britannica. Do you think it's possible that the Magna Carta also was a stone of some kind? It's possible it was a stone. I don't know. You know I'm not the one in charge of knowing about stones and scrolls and stuff. That's right. You know who is? The Lord. The Lord so, did it. Lord, we thank you for providing uh, any any Carta. All cartas. Any stone. Any stone anywhere. And for anywhere, sealing them. And for sealing them and also for allowing us in our downtime during long layovers to contemplate the thrill of learning another language. Because at that moment you think, I have all this time. I got all this time. I could be like 14% fluent in French before I connect to Chicago. Amen. Fuck me. The Lord provides and also with you thus closes another chapter of this in history well folks we have to take a quick break and then after that we are gonna welcome our very first special guest via telephone satellite tel- just telephone sorry i was just wrong. regular telephone just regular phone okay <laughs> Today's episode of Devoted to Faith is brought to you by United Airlines because no other platform would let them advertise on their medium. That's right, Kathy. Because of recent incidents that have befallen passengers of United Airlines, we were their last resort. So, they said they would give us 50 bucks if we talk about them. So let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. What's United Airlines? You know, it's a great airline. It's the airplanes are mostly white. 
with like a shiny bottom. They have seat belts. And they have seat belts. You feel safe. And then the seats are, oh, you know, the seats, they're so close together, so you just feel cozy. You, It's a cozy it's like little a airline. It's they've like a got, coffin womb. They've got a bathroom, so you don't got to go in your seat you like don't some have to other go airline. In your, that happened once on United, though. Someone had to do that, I think. Even more convenient, though, let's flip that the other way. You can go in your seat if and you they want, don't care. and they don't give a fuck. And also, oh, oh, also, um, most of the time on a flat, there's like a secret fight club that you can be a part of if you want to, and that's unique. Not every airline has a fight club. You go up to United Airlines and employ, and you make them feel small, like you fuck with their ego, yep. and they're just going to fucking go at it with that's you. That's right. And it's not over until every other passenger is like, don't talk about Fight Club. Or and you can tip the flight attendants a little bit extra to see what's in that bottom drawer on their cart. That's right. And on the bottom drawer of their cart, I'm sure, is... Whatever you can think of. Like what, like a drug, maybe. Like, or like alcohol. Yeah. They're having a real tough time right now. We are so proud to call them sponsors of our that's podcast. Right. That's right. We are so proud to call United Airlines a sponsor of... Devoted to faith. Fly, uh, you're flying anyway. You're flying, yeah. You're, fly United. Your flight is uh, you booked months ago before the unpleasantness, so just don't cancel it. Well, welcome back, folks. And we're back. We have a very special treat for you tonight. Treat indeed. We have our first special guest ever on this podcast, and his name is. Wrangler Rick. Wrangler Rick. And he is a, what is it? Uh, animal. Uh, animal ex- ran- expert. expert. Animal, animal expert. He's an, I, I always forget that. He's, He's an animal expert. Animal expert. He's in keeping with the animal theme of the show tonight, because animals are all blessings from the Lord. They're gifts from his bosom down onto the planet. That's right. No, we're going to get right into questions. Uh, but first of all, hello, uh, Wrangler Rick. Blessings in light. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Stevador. How you doing, Wrangler? <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Can I call you Wrangler? Uh, well, Mr. Wrangler. Wrangler is my last name. I'm, uh, my name is Richard Wrangler. I, I thought your name was Wrangler Rick. Uh, I mean, that's what the kids call me, but... So, here, we got to jump right into our Can first question. Can we just question. ask? So, we got to ask... Rick is with a W? Yeah, that, that's correct, Kathy. So it's W-R-I-C-K. Rick. That's correct. Just and like Wrangler. Wrangler is with a W as well. Also, that's correct. Richard is my first name. Wrangler is my last name. And you so, go by So it's Rick. Wrangler, comma, Rick. You, you can call me Rick. But Rick, we're calling you Rick, but with a W. Well, I mean, the, it's an implied W, you know, Reverend. It's implied or it's is implied. it silent? When you write it, what does it say? Richard. When you write Rick, what does it when say? You, oh, yeah, no, I spell it with the W. Fuck. So it's, it's silent. Fuck me. Yeah, that's, that's how we do that's it. That's amazing. I mean, is it silent? Because you're kind of like you're with Wrangler. Rick. Wrangler. You could ask me about Rick. the snakes. What are we... Okay, what? yes. <laughs> oh, that's how right, so right. you So here's what we... When we got in that car accident and met you, you were telling us that it's your job to get snakes and shit from meth heads well, when I mean, they get caught by the pole. 
pull. Sure. So, you know, I, first off, I wanted to invite both of you and then all of your listeners to come down to Rick Wrangler's confiscated exotic animal petting zoo. It's on Route 1. It's right by the overpass. There's a lot of overpasses on Route 1, Rick. It's the, the, the big one where the, there's a giant neon sign that says Rick Wrangler's confiscated animal petting zoo. We'll try to make it. We'll try and get down there if so we can, if we have time. Let's say, allegedly, that one of the two of you was a meth head. Mm-hmm. Meth dealers tend to have exotic pets, let's be honest. Tigers, king cobras. Cats. King cobras, by the way, Budweiser or cobras. Uh, but anyways, so if you were to be caught by the police in your meth den then the police would confiscate all of your exotic pets, okay. and then they give them to me. And then I raise them at Rick Wrangler's confiscated exotic pets petting zoo. So the, the police, what were you going to ask? I was going to say, you raise them so they're mostly very young. I mean, sometimes the animals, the, most of the how animals old? are what we would consider mature adult how, specimens. How old are they on average? Like how many years like old 12? are they? Like 12, we, 12 yeah, 13? I mean, snakes can live to be sometimes 100 years old. Holy now, what's, shit. What's that, in, what's that in snake years? Uh, 100 years, human years in snake years is like 20, which, 30. Which so they're way? like, so who's they're like 20? five. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, snakes are hard to gauge because, like you were saying before, Reverend Bidet, they only exude positive energy. Uh, so, I gotta go. Let's get back to this math part. No, are the animals the ones who are doing Were they the math addicts and you're helping them recover? Is that? Not necessarily, Kathy. Sometimes it's a human that's a meth addict, but occasionally the snakes get into the meth. And let me tell you, a venomous snake on meth. You you don't want to mess you don't want to mess with what the fuck is that does like it, does it make it negative? Uh, no, still positive energy. But like a, like a lot like of like a though. lot too much po- deadly enough positive energy. Like Richard Whoa. Simmons on on fast forward. That's uh, that's a good way of putting it. So when the snake you've seen one before. When the snake when the snake owner gets in trouble, do the police confiscate the meth? And the snake? Yes, but they don't give me any of the meth. They just give me the snakes. Dude. Sometimes also primates, monkeys, you know, your apes, uh, crocod- crocodilians like alligators and such. Okay. Uh, we have a tiger. Do they put him in a sack? Yeah. Like a sealed sack? How do they get him to you? What kind of container? Always in a pillowcase. Wow. And then when you release them, do you have your overpass-based snake farm or whatever? Does it have like a fence? No, uh, no, we don't. When when the snakes are able to be reacclimated into society, they've passed a test that proves that they're able to be participants in human society again. Uh, we just let them go. So you just you just let them go? Uh, I mean, we we let them go outside. What about like the tigers? You just let them go? Yes. Like if they want to go, like get a beer, or whatever. A tiger can just go do that. After they've been rehabilitated. Tigers tigers have been known uh, to appear in the local bar scene. So like a tiger or a monkey will just like, I've done my time. Let it go. The state says, I'm good to go. I can get a driver's license well, it's again. It's important that the animals have marketable job skills. So uh, we you know, teach them uh, a little bit of typing and you know, make sure that they have a nice suit of clothes. That and makes sense, but it must be hard for a snake. I know, because it doesn't have any fucking it arms. It doesn't have arms. <laughs> no. Fortunately, we have uh, some very nice tailors on staff at uh, Rick Wrangler's exotic animal, confiscated exotic animal petting zoo. Man. So, last question. 
Is this going to go touch do on you, the math again? Well, I got it. Does he, do you get the math when the animal comes? Do right. you get do you get the math? Do the police give you the math as well? The the police don't give us the meth themselves, no. Uh, but sometimes the animals have small amounts of meth uh, hidden inside their body cavities, and we often come into contact with that meth. We're we're able to police let us keep that amount. So you're allowed to do meth with the animals, but the owners that they had before are not. Uh, that is correct. I have a a, a certificate from. The police department that allows us uh, to enjoy the meth that we confiscate from the animals' bodily cavities. That's amazing. That's fantastic. I just I'm amazed at every facet of this system, and I look forward to hanging out at like I can't, maybe a few hours. Well, from I, now. I I wasn't interested. I wasn't. In I didn't give a shit either. But, but then that, he said what he could, said about. Could the, you have you ever had that coffee that came out of that little cr- that that little creature shit it's out? It's called It's amazing. It's amazing. It's because imagine through, meth. If you had meth that ran through a fucking tiger, if you pulled meth out of tiger shit, you think this guy knows how to get that fucking? I'm sure he does. I, I can hear everything you're saying in the answer. So, that is oh, yes. that's it. Why we don't just we just wanted to <clears> say <throat> thank you so you, you've much. You've never had meth unless you've had it pass through the digestive system of a Bengal tiger. Well, thank you so much, Rick. Rick, (laughs) Wrangler Rick. Uh, Thanks for calling in to our program, and we will talk to you offline about that tiger myth, and we will get out there as soon as we can. Good evening. Blessings and light. Well, that was fascinating. That was amazing. I just cannot believe... That we are going to do meth that went through a tiger's we guts. We got to have more special. <laughs> we got to get more car we accidents. Get, absolutely, we should get. I mean, it's not going to be hard because we get in car accidents all the time, you know. But yeah, never with a person like that. We should. We try should and get, get car out of the car with more, more often. interesting people. That's what we, we need to try to do. We should find people that look interesting, and we should run them off the road. I think that's not a bad idea. I love. How you think, Reverend Bidet? This is why we're pastors on a team. Pastors on a team. And oh, oh, Randy is telling us it is time. time. It is time for Randy's random Bible verse. I am sorry, Randy. He was pawing at me for this one. Okay, Rand has been so excited about sharing this one with us. He, he, he has been just chomping at the bit. Chomping at his bits. Chomping at his bits to share this Bible. I think this one is near and dear to Randy's heart. I think it is too. And I'd like to I'd like to read it. And this one today, you know what? We're going to do this one for Randy tonight. Let's do it for Randy. Because the Lord, the, he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, what should we read tonight? And we're just going to do it. This is um, <clears throat> in the style of the Lord. It's Proverbs 19, colon 5. Chapter 18. Verse 1. Through desire, a man, having separated himself, seeketh and intermediateth with all wisdom. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with his ignominy reproach. The words of a man's mouth 
are as deep as waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. Wow. Well, I take away right off the bat if I had to, if I just, if someone said, but day, what are your thoughts? Water. That's what I was going to say. Water. This is an aquatic. This is the Bible's equivalent of, well, I was going to say of like a water park. I, okay. Like a theme park. That's better. I was thinking like about that. Going. There were so many ups and downs in there. We were going down the straight down water slide. We were going down the twisty water slide. There was a lazy river in there in the middle because I zonked out for a little bit. That's right. And then we got off that ride and then we went to the concession stand. Yes. And what did we get? We got hot like dogs. A hot dogs and a couple of beers. And then we got some Funnel cake. Oh, th- we got some funnel just cake. Say food. I thought we were, I was doing it. I thought we were just going to say funnel cake together. Can yeah. we say funnel cake together? Funnel, funnel cake. cake. Oh, the powdered sugar on top. Mm, that sounds And then we good. go out to the parking lot and we get high. And we get high. And then, and then you can go, go back, back in because you, you got go a wristband. got the wristband. And then you go back in and you get to that water. You go to the tall one that you were too scared yes. to do when you first came yes. in. And, and then they give you a... They and say, it's like a free anima. It's a free anima. And because they give you a... They say, you want a little raft or no? And you say no. Because no. you just want to feel it. You want to feel the Lord's water all up around yeah. you. All up around you and inside you. And then you want to get down to that wading pool and you just want to float and pretend like you're a dead person. That was the most fun Bible verse. It was amazing. That I have ever been to. I have never encountered a Bible verse that felt like real life to me. Right. You know, often it's in the, you read Bible verses in the and abstract. It, and yes, like, and it's in the lofty cloud. How does this apply to my life? And this one's like, sign me up. Sign, I would pay eighteen fifty for that I would Bible that. verse. I might buy a season pass. Fuck. Well, folks, we want to say thank you so much for joining us and Devoted to Faith again tonight. So nice to have you back in the pod space with us. We just love talking to you, and we appreciate that you sit there and listen to what we have to say. That's right. We're right inside of your ears on your headphones, and that means a lot. Not everyone gives you that kind of access. Not everybody does. Mm -mm. Well, folks... I suppose we are just going to see you next time. We'll see you next time. And when uh, when we do it again. When we do it again. When we feel like it. When we feel like doing it again. We will see you. You'll have it. Then you'll have it. And until (laughs) then, folks, from Randy, Reverend Bidet, and myself, we hope that you will always remain devoted Devoted to to faith. faith. (laughs) Oh, shit.